Alright, what up, what up, everybody? It is March the 3rd, 2021. We are coming to you live for episode 6. I'm here joined by my brother, Joel's. What it is, what it do, baby boo, Joe. How you been, buddy? Good, man, good. Listen, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. Support us. Drop a five-star rating. If you have anything other than five stars, keep it to yourself because nobody really wants to hear that negativity anymore. It's 2021. We're moving into a positive, positive chakra. Okay, that's what we're doing. We're doing positive chakras. Uh, we are on Twitter, Instagram, at Common Nonsense. So please sign up there to get updates. We will be updating those social media profiles. So please do um, go there and support. All right. Um, Joel, I got to tell you, buddy, uh, we've been off for almost two weeks. It gave the collective political world enough time to drum up a bunch of scandals. And it turns out all we needed was the last 48 hours. I got to ask you, buddy, Cuomo, your former governor versus your current governor, Governor Abbott. I mean, who's worse at this point? The guy who's had three women now come forward as of today, as while we're taping it. Three women come forward saying that he, you know, uh, gave uh, unwanted advances or Abbott, who is now on the second scandal that he's about to, like, mess up. I don't want to call it a scandal. It is a scandal at this point. It's a goofball. No, you the know, a snafu. The, is it? It's not a is scandal. It what, what's happening, uh-huh. he said no more masks are needed in Texas. And he's opening up all businesses, 100% capacity. He said, fuck 75%, fuck 50%, going 100%. And while you're in there, don't wear your mask. Yeah. Lifted the mask mandate. Him and Mississippi. As of this, as of this taping, we have, we have Texas and Mississippi. Two stalwarts of education. He's better at this. He had a scandal, which was the power outage. Yeah. And the lack of water. He said, screw that. Let's go for freedom. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's better than uh, what we're Cuomo doing, playing a grab ass. <laughs> well, Cuomo, okay. So we can get into each one of the specific scandals. I mean, um, to, to, to basically break down what he's being charged with, okay? But what Abbott is being charged with, or what we are... Um, char- or what we are saying about him is that he is now going to reopen the state when there is when there's obviously a light at the end of the tunnel, right? Every single medical expert is saying, hey, we're almost there. We just need to stay, um, stay the course of the next few weeks. And we could potentially get to a point where we can reopen, um, not 100%, but to a, an extent where people could get back to having, you know, those kinds of social gatherings that we all miss. So he's now, I mean, and he, and he made the announcement on the same day that Joe Biden said, you know, by May, we will have 300 million doses. One dose per every adult. Almost every adult. So Abbott is now coming off of a week in which he basically kind of like threw his hands up in the air and was like, 
I don't know how we're going to fix this whole power issue here in Texas where people had to pay, what, $20,000 electrical bills because of this funky-ass agreement that you guys have down in Texas. Like, I, I don't even know what's going on down there. Like, what? Like, there there was talk that Texas was going to secede, and I, all, I, and I feel like y'all have already seceded and are already your own, like, weird country. Where it's like, what what the hell is going on here? We're usurping Florida. Yeah. Like the the Special Olympics of America. Y'all y'all are really fighting with each other over this dubious yeah, we're, ass we're going honor. For who is the worst state? <laughs> Florida, take a back seat. Yeah. We're coming for that, man. We're coming for that they, neck. Y'all y'all really are, and it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. And Ted Cruz, homeboy who showed up to Cancun, had his vacation almost messed up, all that, just a week ago. Just a week ago. And and now he's there, and, and somehow Abbott has managed to even usurp his stupidity. So, like, I, I don't even know how we're not talking about Abbott as, like, it's like Abbott's like, oh, Ted Cruz decided to abandon everyone. Well, guess what? I'm going to open up the whole damn state and show him who's the boss. So I, I, I do like this. It's like a Hunger Games sort it of It really is. It really is. They're vying for the worst human being. It's, I still got Ted Cruz. You still got Ted Cruz. Dude, he... Didn't, didn't we forget the whole thing? Remember the insurrection? Oh, man. Said the election was stolen. Yeah. Still out Let's there. Let's not forget that. Still out there spreading those lies. About... Well, he's at, he was at CPAC saying other shit now. Oh my God, CPAC! Listen, there's so let's much not, to let's unpack. Not, let's not unwrap we'll, that. We'll we'll do that. We'll do that a little bit later. But, um, but getting to Cuomo, Cuomo now has three women alleging that he made untoward advances to them. Okay, so if if you're gonna if you're gonna break down everything that he did now, did he physically assault them? No. Did he say some really weird shit to them? Yes. Is it a big deal? Yes, because he's a politician. He's the number one guy in the state of New York. So, yes, in his position of power, he said those things to people who are under, you know, pardon the pun, underneath him in, so, in, the, in, the, power, in the power structure. So, yeah, it's it's kind of a big deal. I know people were like, oh, you know, all he said was, like, really bad pickup lines. I'm like, no, that wasn't bad pickup lines. That was that was sketchy and creepy, and nobody should say that to another, to a female that isn't really reciprocating, you know. Oh, they're reciprocating. Remember the girl at the wedding? She was backing away. Did cringing. you see her the, her face? <laughs> and it's wild that they have an actual photo. You know, nowadays, because everybody has a camera phone, it's so easy to catch people doing, like, stupid stuff. But they had the actual interaction that this girl was talking about. And it's wild that it's now three women who have come forward saying, listen, Cuomo said some really weird stuff. We've got... All these accusations that he bullies his political rivals. I mean, Cuomo really is shaping up, and he's got a re-election campaign to run 
over the next year and a half. My question to you, Joel, is will people care about this in three months, in six months, in nine months? Uh, meaning, they'll, meaning they'll when? care about it in election time. Because it's going to be brought back up. Yeah, for Cuomo, it matters. Right. He's asked, he's asked for the attorney general to launch a, a an investigation. Into himself? Into himself. Ballsy. He's no saying, listen, every... He's saying he'd probably use that line, too. Uh, he's saying that I am willing to be investigated with the, with the special investigator. So kudos to him. He's willing to stand up and say, listen, if I said some creepy stuff, I'm sorry... And uh, th- th- I, I guess that. Th- I guess that's what he's saying. He's saying all I did, all I'm being accused of, is saying stuff that yes, it was bad in hindsight, but it's not enough for people to be like, oh, he shouldn't be running the state anymore. Does that make sense? I get exactly what you are saying. Right. It's not actual. Right. Assault. It's a perception issue. I mean, yes, you can't ask for a kid. Right. Absolutely. 100%. Um, 100%. I'm not condoning his behavior. No. But I do understand where you're going with this. Right. He's saying those women, yes, I made advances at these women. I'm sorry that I crossed that line. I don't think, though, that's enough for me to, you know... um, lose lose a, like have to resign you know what i'm saying and it's, and it's coming back to oh you know cancel culture you know what's funny lindsey graham was on lindsey graham was on fox news the other day and i saw this and he was like you know what i'll tell my democratic colleagues i tell them stand by governor cuomo and i was like oh shit oh, shit. oh, oh no oh no yeah lindsey, lindsey graham is backing him lindsey graham is like i would back him i would stand oh, up and support fucked. yeah and it's more like, you know, like like the Republicans are like they can't really say much because, well, they fanboying uh, a dude who had like multiple divorces and all those things, so they really can't get up on the soapbox. Although they they still do, they still do, they still do. So so that's that's so so they're they're kind of making the point that as a political party they have to rally behind the guy if they believe the guy you know what i'm saying but the democratic party you remember um uh who's that the the comedian the sna al franken al franken when he got caught like making a like a gesture at a woman who was sleeping that which was super creepy right i think i think that might have been his only offense but I'm, i'm not sure he had to resign. He had to resign because he was like, everybody was like calling for it. It's like, you can't do that. Therefore, you have to be the Paragon. Meanwhile, you've got so many Republicans who have been charged with stuff like this. And they're like, no, I'm not giving up my political seat. Because the reason I asked you if, oh, three, three months from now, will people care? Six months from now, will people care? Nine months from now, will people care? To me, I'm like, even if they brought it back up, a year from now in a debate Cuomo can say hey I had your special investigator investigated it I made my apologies 
he wants to wrap this up as quickly as possible because as long as the distance between that and election time comes, like people won't care anymore. And and that's time the, heals all wounds. It does. It does. And so that's why I think your boy, Governor Abbott, who's actively trying to kill people by opening everything back up, who didn't do anything during an actual weather crisis. Um. I think he's the worst governor at this point. On paper, correct. Yeah. In the voting booths, no. Yeah, he's yeah. People yeah. will back him. They'll be like, he's fine. He didn't do anything wrong. Yada yada yada. He has his base. They'll follow. They will. Problem is, Democrats. What is the thing? We hold our people to a higher you know, standard. A high, higher standard. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. So if we're against. Uh, sexual assault and sexual harassment. Yeah. You know, uplifting women, we're all equal. Then you got to kind of hold Cuomo accountable. Yeah. If that's our thing. Yeah. So he has to worry about his election because of that. Yeah. I just feel like now, in three, in he's three, four months, it doesn't matter. In three, four months, as long as this investigator comes back in like two months, he's going to be like, listen, guys. I apologize. He's just going to apologize, and he's going to try and put everything like a nice, neat little bow and say, hey, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I was wrong. But he won so much favor during this pandemic because of, you know, the New York tough. And and the other thing is I feel like his his accent doesn't help him because his accent oh, is a- very aggressive. accent. It's very aggressive. It's very, like, aggressive New York. So when he says anything, it just sounds like he's an asshole about it. He's the kind of guy that would cut you in line at Starbucks. Yeah. And then say something condescending to you. Well, I knew that was you on the line. But you weren't moving fast enough. But you weren't moving fast. <laughs> you know, he's got that, like, like that old, you know, Boomer that old Italian, the acting. old Brooklyn Italian... The, the you know that that kind of talk that tone, um, and and so that 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 doesn't help him either. I think that's okay, what I got a scenario okay. for you. Yeah. So you're saying he's up for re-election in a couple yeah. of years. Abbott isn't for up for re-election in a couple yeah. of years. Hear me out. This is gonna look bad for both of them. Obviously, they want to push through this. Have it in the back of everyone's minds. No one remembers come election time. Yeah. In 2022, do you see someone like AOC challenging Cuomo for the governorship? And do you see Beto challenging Abbott for governorship? This is both in 2022. I think Beto will. I think Beto will will, uh, challenge for governorship. I think Beto... I think Beto, again, won a lot of fans with how he helped out during the, how he helped out during the, um, uh, during the storm and how he came out and was like, hey, man, I'm helping, I'm phone banking, I'm making sure people have supplies, all of that. So I think he's, he's definitely going to, but again, but again, it's turning, that state's going from red remember up until 92 it was a blue state texas was a blue state it's turning purple now purple it's purple yeah definitely purple yeah so so there's a chance 
I think Beto, because Beto came close to beating Ted Cruz. He did. Uh, like, frighteningly close. Um, I think he definitely has a good shot come. And he doesn't challenge uh, Ted Cruz in 2024. Why wait that long yeah. for a position of power in yeah. Texas? Yeah. I said 2022. He's got, he's got momentum right now. Go for Abbott. Boom. Yeah. Challenge the guy on emergency preparedness. Yeah. That's what the state is about. That's what yeah. state governorship is about. That's it. He wins. Now for AOC, I think she can handle it too, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes sense. She'll be the new, like, queen diva of New York. Is that a step up for her, though? Yes. You think so? If she's looking for, like, political points. Yeah. Trying to climb the ladder. Yeah. A representative is not that high in the totem pole. Either she goes for senator. Schumer. But if she goes for governor I think, I of think, a state like New York, uh, yeah, get a lot of air for sure, time. for sure, for sure. And if she commands the state, keeps everything in check, yeah, yo, she could be in the fast track for presidency. I don't know why she wouldn't run for mayor. That's a good point. You know, mayor of New York. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, Yang is running, right? You're gonna get a bunch of you're gonna get a bunch of like local politicians running for mayor because to me the governor the governor is I don't know if the mayor of New York City isn't almost as uh prestigious as the governor of New York. I don't know. So I think there's a lot of uh clout on both sides. Yeah. Either way uh, you're fine. Yeah. What's coming up though? Yeah, yeah. What? I'm, I mean, think about it. Besides, you know, AOC, Cuomo, there's uh, there's some other big players out there. And I'm not talking the Brooklyn Nets, bro. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are we talking about? I've been wanting to talk about this team for so long. Yeah. And we should have when they were, they were above 500. That's right. But Let's they're say not it. anymore. But our beloved Knicks. The we Liberty. Talk about them. The Liberty. Oh, sorry. The Knicks. Yes, the <laughs> Knicks. All right. Yeah. The Knicks. Absolutely. The Liberty. The, um, yo. Let, okay. The the Knicks. I'm I'm kind of like, you know, there's there's a bit of like Mighty Ducks feel to it. Because they're all so young and they're all so lovable and all of that. But there's also like a very, like it's not like, it's different than the last good New York team, right? The 2012-2013, it's like J.R. Smith. That 50 team with Carmelo. Yeah, Carmelo. Carmelo was just surrounded by like veterans. So he had like people who could be like, yo, Melo, shut the hell up and pass the ball. Novak's open in three. Pass him the ball like Just like Jay Kidd could do it. Yeah, Chauncey was there. You know, we had a lot of leaders like Tyson Chandler. You had you had guys that could command the room. That's a lot could, of big personalities. Yeah, and get a lot and get get into Melo's head and be like, "Listen, Melo, you need to you need to work for the team." Um, the same thing happened when 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 the Denver Nuggets went to the Western Conference Finals. They had Chauncey. They had all these guys. They had all these guys on that team. So so now your veteran we just picked up in Derrick Rose. 
Uh, he's looking good too for us. He's looking good. You know what? You, it's a stark difference between the guy who showed up the first time with the Knicks and the guy who came back. Like this guy is like an old grizzled veteran. He hit the three at halftime in, versus Indiana. No emotion. No emotion. All the young guys like, la, la, la. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Obi Toppin rubbing. Yeah. He was running and jumping. Yeah, I loved it. I loved everything about it. And I think this team has a really fun vibe to it. Julius Randle's playing out of his mind. He's an, He's all-star. an all-star now. Um, you know, we've got, you know, you know who's a invaluable pickup? You know that guy Theo Pinson who just runs and jumps around with the Brooklyn Nets. He's he's out there. He's doing all the dancing on the, you know, that man. I I would happily take a veteran minimum contract to do that every year for an NBA team. You telling me you wouldn't be able to be like the guy who just shows up like with just just running around just saying like obnoxious shit. To, to other stars. He's the guy that sets up the the bench dances when you hit a big three. <laughs> he's the guy, yeah. He's the guy that, like, when when somebody's, like, about to step out of bounds, he runs and he points to the ref. It's like, yo, he's out of bounds. He's out of he bounds. He's stepping on line. He's stepping like, on yeah, line. Yeah, he's that guy. Like, I feel like that kind of energy is great for that young team and helps, like, kind of the whole resolve. Because you've got a lot of guys that – you know, like Frankie Smokes, he just got back in the lineup the other day. Like, literally. And he's looking good. He's Sticky looking good. Brandy. And you would think he's the one guy that's perfect for Tibbs. Long, he's defensive. Right. Easy. And he didn't get to play until like two or three days ago, which is which is crazy to me. Which means he must suck in practice. I don't know. Like Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Or, or. RJ, IQ, Derrick Rose, right. they're just playing at such a high level in practice. Yeah. And Tibbs doesn't have a long yeah. depth chart for his roster. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not going to extend it to like 11, 12 guys. Yeah, he's 10. He's 10 guys and that's it. That's it. He's not going to go any further. 10 is actually like high for him. He's always at 8 or 9. Yeah, it's and, and 8 is like the playoff kind of roster. You play 8 guys in the playoffs because those are your best 8 guys. Um and, and but I think the just, reason why he's playing longer is because Taj Gibson's out. <laughs> so you can only do Nerlens Noel at the five because Mitch is also out. Mitch is out. So that means they got to play a little smaller. So that means yeah. other guys got to come in. That means Frankie plays the three. You know, it gives RJ some breather. Yeah. Um, you put IQ in there. You put a ball not up a, in there. It's not a perfect roster for sure. Oh, no. By no means. I it's like, fun to watch. which is You're why excited, right? which is why I'm I'm super excited. Like like for me, the Knicks were the first team that I really, I really fell in love with. Because growing up in the '90s, man, our team was always in the playoffs. They were always a good team with the Knicks of the the Ewings, the 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 Harpers, the the Derek Harpers, the John Starks, you know, Anthony Masons. They were like a perennial playoff team. And, of course, the 2000s came and everything kind of crashed. Um, but, I mean, that's what we grew up with. So this, so that's why I feel like our generation, when we have one good Knicks team, like that, that unites the entire city unlike any other. Like 
the the Yankees don't do it. The Mets don't do it. The 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 no, Jets, the Giants, Giants don't, don't do, do it. it. Rangers don't do the, it. The Knicks do it. And when MSG is going and that defense is going and you've got the whole crowd yelling defense. I mean, it's a whole different. I mean, that's why, like, you know, like uh, every other fan base goes like, oh, man, the Mecca. Why you call it the Mecca? Madison Square Garden is not. Meanwhile, every single player talks about it like, now that's the Mecca. Yeah, this is not us saying it. Yeah. Players saying it. Coaches saying yeah. it. Analysts saying it. Yeah. So, I'm just repeating them. So I love, I love, I love what this Knicks team is. I love that we have young guys. You're like, yo, IQ is 19, RJ's 20. You know, um, uh, Obi is 19. Kevin Knox is 20. They look like babies. They look no like one can babies. Drink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they are babies. None of them can even order a legal drink in New York. Right now, IQ IQ wouldn't even have to take out his credit card. He, the whole city would buy him a drink right now. Meanwhile, IQ's out there, and you see the videos of him after games putting up shots, and you're just like, yes. You know, you got like yeah, a really Todd, like said it. After every game, they all work out again together. Like a, you got a really likable team. That's why I'm like, everybody's like, oh man, but what if we get? Carl Anthony Towns. What if no. we, I'm like, I don't want any of them. I don't want why are we doing this again? Why are we doing this? This is the mellow trade all over again. Yes, we know the trap. The trap is being set. Why what is let me tell let me ask you something. Carl Anthony Towns has been the guy that everybody's been talking about. Like he's gonna be traded. He wants to come to New York. He wants to go here. He wants to what is Carl Anthony Towns won? That that tells me that he's going to turn the Knicks around, right? Remember, he's been like a sixteen win team, went one six sixteen. Yes, the one year he had Tibbs. The one year he had Tibbs. He also had Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's a winner. That's the guy you want from from that team. That's the guy. It's not Cat. It's not Cat. Um, give me give me Oladipo in in free agency. On a reasonable deal. I'd take him over Cat. I, I'm not. I want the draft picks. I want all the draft picks. I want I want people to be like, you know what? Um, um, I want to I want to go to New York. That's the only place I want to go. But I I don't want it to be Cat. I want it to be someone like a like a I top a true one. Eight. Yeah. I a want Giannis, AD, KD. Well, yeah. well, that one. No. That, that ship sail. No, that ship sail. No, you know what? I you get what you're what saying. Is? Um, and and the weird thing is, it's like the media is still trying to keep the Knicks jokes going. It's like, oh, because on on Saturday you had a lot of Knicks fans celebrating, you know, going uh, above 500, and they were like, oh, look at Knicks fans, oh, ha ha ha, they're they're celebrating. There there was video of them like outside a pen station like high-fiving skipping and every nick fan was like yo man don't let us win a playoff series don't let us win a playoff <laughs> series like if we're good yo please don't let us be good because we're gonna be obnoxious and it's true we will be obnoxious you know what it's been 10 years of bleacher report memes we don't want to hear that crap anymore it's not even 10 years that one blip of a season that yeah. we had with Melo and Kid and she, yeah. forget that. 
I'm extending this losing streak for 20 years, the yeah. 2000s. Since, since the Spurs finals. When we had Steve Franchise, Marbury, yes. McDice, Stoudemire, where we, where all we, these guys. Where we saw Jerome, where, where James Jerome Dolan James. saw Jerome James for a playoff series with the Supersonics. And homeboy got a freaking forty million dollar contract. I, you know that that Don't kind of about stuff. Eddie Curry too. Eddie Curry with the heart problem. Yo, I mean, there's he so is many built like a lunch lady. <laughs> he is gross, and we gave him a contract. You know, you know, he's he's built like what a what a third grader would draw a giant to be. You know, like all misproportioned and shit, like. He's dressed like Gru. He's like that. That's what he was built like. It's you know, like he's just so sloppily put together. You he know, looks you like know, a like melted Snickers God. bar. You know, like God must have spent. <laughs> and I always used to look at Eddie Curry and be like, God must have not spent any time <laughs> on you. See, this is why you're J.C. Chazé. <laughs> baby, 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 baby. <laughs> Um, you but know, you see what like, I'm saying? like we go over 500 yeah. and everyone goes crazy and it's not necessarily about being 18 and 17. Yeah. It's about the culture. Yeah. You see what Tibbs is bringing. You see how the yes. players, are, players yes. are, we're defending. Yes. That's a lot of effort to defend. We're the second best defensive team in the NBA, not in the Eastern conference, the NBA, the number it one team, impressive. the number one team has Anthony Davis and LeBron James on it. Okay. And Contavious Caldwell. Yeah, KCP. <laughs> yeah, you know me. Okay. But me think know. about it. We have the youngest squad in the league. Young. Second best defense. Yeah. That's hard to tell young guys, young guys play a defense. A couple of weeks ago, there was, a, there was um, uh, one of the um, analysts for uh, Ben Falk who runs clean, clean Up the Glass. He wrote an article saying that three-point defense – the way that the Knicks are defending the three-point line is not – they're not going to be able to repeat that over the course of a season. Which, again, okay, I get. I get that. But as, this, as the year went on and the Knicks are still defending it that well, he kept on bringing it up. It's like, yeah, by the way, the Knicks are going to regress. Knicks are going to regress. It's like, yeah. And then so, like, a lot of people were like, now after every game – they point out the other team's three-point percentage. It's like, oh, look at that. Look at that. The Knicks got lucky again. Look at that. For the 40th game in a row, the Knicks got lucky again. <laughs> it's amazing. There's so much luck going on in New York. But, but again, it's a byproduct of what, you know, we knew Tibbs was going to bring a defensive presence to the team. He was going to stress that. We didn't know how he was going to do offensively. And we are, we are like, kind of trying to figure stuff out, right? RJ is, you know, I wouldn't say he's a primary ball handler, but him and Julius as primary ball handlers, it's working out pretty well. Because we don't really have a... kind of in that Anthony Mason role. Yeah. Point forward. Point forward, yeah. He's, he's, He's doing really well. He's got an outside jump shot. Uh, Quickly has a... Quickly now he's developing this sidestep three point shot, this this backward that sidestep three point shot that he's Horrible doing. shooting form though. I mean his shooting form is all right. I mean he was really That's good gross. in college, but he's got the floater game. Like he's got the floater of a 
of a Chris Paul in year eight. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a very you know advanced his game, game looks like Jamal Crawford. Oh, Jamal. Wiry frame, can yeah. shoot from anywhere, a good runner. He's a fun he was a fun guy to watch when he was on the Knicks. On the Knicks. When he was yes. on the Knicks, like people people forget, like, yeah, we were down twenty, but Jamal Crawford was doing and one mixtape stuff. He was. He had like a highlight reel every single game. We were just like, oh crap. That that that's when like you know like how every like disgruntled sports fan like watches like a sucky team's like oh, I could do better than that and then you watch Jamal Crawford do like this sick insane crossover dribble and you're like okay I can't do that like that guy's like a professional that guy's really good yeah that's what that one but it's just fun to root for a good Nick team because the city. Because the city, New York, is a basketball town, no matter what. Yes, the Yankees are an institution in sports. We get that. Like, no, no doubt, right? Um, and, uh, like, every other sports team in, in just other than, you know, soccer clubs in, in Europe, like, there's no, there's no comparison to the Yankees. But in New York, you don't see baseball, you know, baseball fields all over the city, you see basketball courts. You know what I'm saying? This is a basketball town. So when a good basketball team, and not even that, not even the Nets, like the Nets are like a great team for sure, but the city still roots for the Knicks. Yes, I agree with this. Yeah. Nationally, yeah, people want to talk about the Nets. As they should. They have the three. As they should. They have three of the ten right. best players in the NBA. Harden is killing it. Yeah. Triple doubles in the last like yeah. five games. Yeah. KD's doing amazing. Irving is he's learned his role. Yeah. But locally, in the little pocket of New York City, Manhattan. Knicks are wearing the home jerseys. Okay. That's that's yeah. what it is. We are the home team. That's what it is. And 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 no matter what what the Nets and, and again, the Nets are run very competently, very smart. They they built themselves up to get to this point where they could pull off the trade for Harden, attract a KD and a you know Kyrie. The Knicks are getting there. The Knicks are finally, it looks like, getting to a point where they could do that. Patience, I would say to to every single team, every single person who's rooting for them. Patience. All right, let's take a break. We're gonna check in with our sponsors. Joel's, who we got, man? Today, we are brought to you by Governor's Ball. All the best artists coming together for one special event, the Governor's Ball. Get loud, get sweaty, get groped at the Governor's Ball. This year, we are switching in locations to Albany, New York, home of Andrew Cuomo, an actual governor. Come experience what Out of Time magazine has called a once-in-a-lifetime experience with the governor's balls. Sorry, the governor's ball. <laughs> Back to you, Swift. Wow. Wow, the governor's ball. Sounds like sounds like a good time um, for nobody. We're going to go right in the lightning round, and we got a couple of things to talk about. First, Joels, did you hear about the kid who got his mom fired from Nike because he decided to run up a huge credit card bill to buy and resell sneakers and then went and snitched on himself 
on a major publication. Joels, what's wrong with the kids in America these days? This sounds about white. Um, <laughs> yeah. He snitched on himself. Yes. You know how much confidence you have to snitch on yourself and think you won't get caught? She, the, his mom worked at Nike for 25 years. And Homeboy was in a, there was a photo of him sitting next to boxes and boxes of Jordan 6s. Like, like, like in a B-boy stance, like, I'm like, yo, you are so dumb. Oh, like an album cover. Yeah. And a I'm lot like, of cockiness there. Yo, man. And he really thought, you know, and he really thought he was going to get away with it. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. See, this is why you had to beat your kids. <laughs> this, is why, this is why, first of all, how has he even got that kind of access to her credit card? And, and if she gave him a credit card... Why are you giving him the limit that's over like forty thousand dollars, like over like a thousand dollars? Like, what are you even teaching? Get him like a diner's club. Yeah, man. (laughs) Get him Discover. Do you remember like the first two hundred dollars max? My my parents opened up an account for me, and they said, um, "the the I still remember." The lady at the bank told me to ask my parents, like, oh, would you like him to have a debit card? They were like, no, he's going to come to a <laughs> bank every time to withdraw. And they gave me like one of those passbooks, you know, so you could oh, see. Damn. Yeah, man. Are you kidding me? A credit card? Man, get out of here, man. Bro, my parents here. said, get your own debt. We got <laughs> enough of our own. Yeah, my parents actually opened up a like a, like a savings account. A savings account. I still... I'm 38. I still don't know how to save money. I still don't know how to save it. Didn't Do you know how to balance a checkbook? Uh, almost. Barely. You don't have to. This is literally 2021. <laughs> I knew it was a trick question. Speaking of trick questions. Yeah. Did you know that Mr. Potato Head is not a mister anymore? Oh, I heard about this. You know, Mr. Potato Head, first of all, you can remove the things on it. Yeah. He could have been a woman or a man. The whole point ambiguous. of the toy is that you can configure it to whatever you want it to be. But they still came out with a Mrs. Potato Head, remember, if you will remember. She had a purse. Because, <laughs> you're right, she had a purse. Which, again... Her box came with a purse, his came with a mustache. Why you, wouldn't, why you wouldn't sell accessories to a potato... So, so the toy should have just been Potato Head. And then you can buy accessories for a male... And a female. It should have just been Potato Head from the beginning. And you could keep buying. <laughs> like, I, like, what is going on here? And, and now, in 2021, because they're coming out with Potato Head and just changing it. I can't believe we're talking this much about Potato Head. <laughs> I can't stop. You keep saying Potato. Potato Head. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> and now because because we're we're in 2021, it's cancel culture. It's cancel culture. How could they do that? And now cancel culture, Joel. This week, did you know it's reading week? It's reading week across read America. <laughs> All right, and and yesterday was is considered Dr. Seuss's birthday. Oh, no. it's widely regarded as Dr. Seuss's birthday, which. If you've read, if you have Googled Dr. Seuss recently, um, 
Turns out there's this big controversy that six of his books are now deemed to be um, too flagrantly racist with racist imagery, and so they went out of publication. But, of course, the right wing used that to their advantage and said, oh, the left is canceling Dr. Seuss. And meanwhile, if you just clicked on the story, you would find out that the Dr. Seuss, the, the company that runs and publishes Dr. Seuss's books, basically just stopped printing these six books out of his catalog. Well, it's, 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 so to me, to me, to me, Joel, is cancel culture going too far? Or is this just another case of like, man, y'all just got your panties in a bunch for no damn reason? First of all, first of all, it's the right wing that's canceling them. Nobody in left cares. I no one cares. I've yeah. not heard about the story until Fox News brought it up. Yes. Okay, I don't listen to Fox News. Yeah. But I do subscribe to their Twitter and social media just to hear what they say. Yeah. They're the ones that talk about Dr. Seuss. Yeah. They they're but, they're constantly yeah. talking about Dr. Seuss. So much so that even in even in Senate hearings about the one point nine trillion dollar deal. They keep talking about Dr. Seuss and bringing him up um, because they know that that little snippet is going to be used on Hannity, on Tucker Carlson, on all the shows. They just want it for the little snippets. But, like, Dr. Seuss is a, is a like, uh, did you see some of the stuff that he wrote? Okay, was I, I'll read off some things. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. From the book, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street. Mm-hmm. They say an Asian person is portrayed wearing a conical hat, holding chopsticks, and eating from a bowl. Yes, this is pretty racist. But I could top that. Okay. Disney, the aristocrats? Yeah. They had a scene where they had a Siamese cat. They slanted his eyes, gave him buck teeth, put chopsticks in his hands when he's banging on, on a <laughs> piano, and they put a symbol on his head for, for like the Raiden hat. Wow. And he's singing a song. It's like Beijing, Shanghai, Egg Fu Young. Dun 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 dun. Cookie cookie says you wrong. Oh my god! It's super racist. Yeah. So Dr. Seuss, don't worry. Disney got away with it. You'll be fine. Yeah. And in the book, if I ran the zoo, it includes a drawing of two barefooted African men wearing what appear to be grass skirts and their hair tied above their heads. I guess more in that uh, savage, right, right, sort of way. Yeah, but that's not savage. It's not savage. It's not savage. But y you know what it is? It was a, it was a miss. It was a um, the right wing just used it for their for for political points, right? Because when you actually read the story, it's just that the company just decided to stop publishing these six books. If you go on Amazon now. Some of Dr. Seuss's books are going for 500 bucks. God dang. Because they think the entire catalog is being canceled. Because, of course, the Fox News isn't reporting the entire story. And if you go on Amazon, some of the books Hold are up, being... Hold buy some books. The, the books are having, like, crazy resale value. I had to flip these bad boys. <laughs> I have a few of the books, too. If you saw the national anthem being sung at CPAC last week, you probably want to curse too. 
you probably want to figure out how the hell to get out as quickly as possible because if that was any kind of omen as to what was to come, Joel's man, talk to them about this national anthem that was sung. Okay. CPAC is the Conservative Political Action Conference that was held in Orlando. I love you, Orlando! The national anthem was By a grown man and not a person (laughs) and not a child visiting visiting, uh, uh, Disney World. Orlando. Yeah, not a child visiting Disney World. A grown man yelled that. The national anthem was butchered. Yeah. Famously, as it's been all over TikTok and rest of social media. Yeah. It was so off-key... People said their dogs were howling at TV. Somebody said um, it was sung by Francis Scott Off Key. And I <laughs> dearly lost it. Man, that accurate. was so... I, I would... You know, it's, it's tough for us to really tell you how bad it was. You need to go listen to it. And, there, and Joel just shared with me there was a TikTok of a person, of a pianist... Who, uh, by the way, pianist is top five underrated funny word. Um, the pianist was trying to play the piano while she was singing the national anthem, and it's just one of the funniest clips you'll see. Joel, you you alerted me to a story that I mean I didn't even know this was possible. Just break this story down. There was a pastor. There's um. The, the key words are pastor, piss, flight, woman. Just take it away from that. This is definitely Spirit Airline. <laughs> if you didn't, if you get, if I gave you three guesses, all three of your guesses would be Spirit for sure. <laughs> I'm actually not sure what airline, but a woman was flying from Las Vegas to Detroit, and while she fell asleep in the in her in the back of this plane, she is awoken to the feeling of moisture on her body and comes to realize that she's been urinated on. She looks back and she sees this man who is now a well renowned North Carolina pastor. He said he took Ambien, it had an adverse effect on him, which caused him to stand up and start peeing on a woman. Wait a minute. I've seen the Ambien commercials. They never say you can, some of the side effects, or you could stand up and start pissing on people randomly. Yeah. This is a pill that's supposed to knock you out, <laughs> not to wake you up and <laughs> pee on people. Like, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. If you were caught doing that, okay, like, okay, I don't even want to imagine what the scenario would be that you couldn't walk another three, two feet to yeah, the Yeah, they're in the back of the plane. They're in the back of the plane. The bathroom's there. The bathroom's right there. Now, it might be occupied, and you can't wait, and it, you just have to relieve yourself. And he said, man, you are not <laughs> occupied. So I'm going to just Can, can you imagine just looking at, okay, like, obviously, it's you're on a red eye coming from Vegas. So as More a like person who has traveled on the red eye from Vegas, 100%. You're thinking everybody's knocked the hell out. They are trying to recover. You know Vegas, they don't they don't have clocks anywhere. They don't have windows. So you don't know what you've been up for 36 hours. You probably lost the children's uh, college fund. 
you know, because you just don't even know what time it is. You're, this is been, sounding too personal. Drink- man. I don't listen. Uh, sorry, babe. <laughs> I know you're listening. Um, Let's bring it back. <laughs> but you've been up for so long, so you're dead tired when finally reality hits you and you have to get on the plane and you're like going home and you're on a red eye. Okay. You're probably thinking everybody's dead. So now you're, you're like, I can't wait. I need to just piss. You've already gotten to the point where you're like, I'm going to piss on somebody. How do you go around and you're like, Oh, that person, that person, she must've been, catatonic like straight up like a like a freaking more like been like she was dead i think she was sitting in front of him so he just stood up whipped it out and blessed her with holy water <laughs> some of that holy mountain dew he stomachalos <laughs> So, so, okay, so, okay, so I'm just trying to picture him sitting on the plane. He turns around. He's like, damn it, still occupied, son. Still occupied, son. <laughs> it's like, oh, crap, I can't. And he just gets up and he just whips it out. And he, th- okay, he pisses on the first person he sees. And again, he probably thinks everybody's so passed out that she's just going to wake up like later and be like, why is my arm? That is not an excuse. <laughs> I'm trying to help the guy out, man. He's he's a man of the cloth. He does need help because he was arrested <laughs> when they landed in Detroit. She said she's been traumatized. She couldn't even go to work. Actually, she said she went to work. And an hour into it, she said, I can't do this. And she left. You know, it'd be funny. It'd be funny. She'd be like, no, my boss is never going to believe me. So I'm going to keep this piss-stained clothes on. <laughs> Go to work. Why you smell oh, like piss? Well, let me tell you about this, this oh, flight I was on. she did say that. She did say that when she got urinated on, she had to sit in those clothes for hours because <laughs> she had nothing else to put on. Wait, wait. Time out. So she, you're, you're trying to tell me she's rich because she paid for those for those. For those uh, clothes, for her, uh, obviously her her bags to be checked. I mean, that's that's twenty five dollars a bag, baby. That's what I'm I mean, thinking. She, she she must Where be rich. She must be, you know, she ain't got no handheld. Handy's no I I was peed on my um, my arm, but I'm gonna change my panties, so I feel <laughs> clean. <laughs> At that point, you're just like. No, but I still kept the piss stain. It's like, um, remember when uh, Homegirl kept the uh, semen stained dress for oh, Monica, Monica Lewinsky? Lewinsky? Yeah. It's the same thing. Uh, it's like, what are evidence, you doing? But again, but again, I, you know, wow. Just, just the balls on, just the balls on that guy to just pee No pun intended. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, Speaking of balls, yeah, there was a man ten years ago. He bought a house for sixteen thousand. It was worth three hundred thousand. How was that even possible? Just now, he got evicted. How was that even possible? How did he get? There's some squatter rules in Texas. So the house was foreclosed on. The mortgage company that owned the house they went under. So by law, anyone can buy it if they just go to the courthouse and apply for it. So he paid sixteen dollars, which is the cost of the uh, the application or whatever. Yeah. And he got the house. 
Y'all are really the wild, wild west out there, man. There's <laughs> no fucking rules in Texas. It was just like, hey, I'm living here now. Like, what? I just went to get groceries, man. Like, I just came back. This is my house. No, nope. was, it was your house. <laughs> now Move it's your feet. Lose your seat. <laughs> you Seat's can't taken. apply those rules. I call shotgun <laughs> on this house when you left. You can't do that. There is no passenger seat. <laughs> Oh man! But he got evicted. Oh, he got evicted though. Okay, eight years later, he had eight years. (laughs) You know, be funny. It's like, but where am I going to live? You didn't save over the last eight years. You had a house for sixteen (laughs) dollars. What the hell are you doing? At that that point, three hundred forty. Three hundred forty thousand. Oh man! All the white people in the neighborhood were so upset. Every day they like knock on his door and be like, "You don't deserve to be here. You should get out." Nice. And he would just look at them, and be like, "You're too close, man." You know, <laughs> choke them and close the door. Should have been. He should have been kneeling at his uh, front door with the American flag. But <laughs> if would have really drove them, send them overboard. into a tizzy. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I wonder how they finally got uh, him to get kicked out. I actually have no idea. I just saw they got evicted, and I'm like, you know what? There's nothing more to evicted. Here. Evicted sounds like a company came and booted him out. Like, like, like a like a person isn't gonna come and be like, you're evicted. No, you throw you you. If if it's a person, he's throwing him his ass out. If you you're evicted, it, that sounds like a company is involved. I think his sixteen dollar check bounced. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Oh, you, know, you got to go. Oh man, he he postdated it for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> now you can cash it. You still don't got money. How do you still not have money? God damn. <laughs> so funny. All right, Joel. Now for the recap that nobody in America asked for, the Bachelor recap. What do you got for us? You are definitely right. Nobody asked for this. But here's what happened to The Bachelor the last two weeks. One girl had a rumor about her that she's an escort. <laughs> uh, seven women were, were eliminated in one episode. <laughs> How many women are on the show? <laughs> they started with 35. And oh, then when they got rid of five, they actually added five more. <laughs> they brought in like, a, like this C-squad. <laughs> wow. They, it's they, fantastic. They went from the A squad to the C squad and like, maybe you'll like these less attractive women this time. <laughs> yeah, but so one girl is considered an escort. Considered that was an just escort. Awful. Uh seven women are eliminated in one episode. And then the bachelor himself, he gets dumped. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the final four girls decides she had enough of this. And within her heart of hearts, after talking with her family, she decides she cannot continue the show, that her heart is not with The Bachelor. And she walks him out to the limousine. And he has this, like, tearful ride home. Like, my man was brokenhearted. Yeah. Uh, And then after that, we're left with three women. And one of them is a racist. Okay. So social media goes over her Instagram, her Twitter, and find out that she went to an antebellum party. Okay. Yep. One of those slave plantation parties. 
with those Confederate flags in the background. Yeah, so she's smiling and she likes all these poses. People are like, this girl's racist. By the way, she's from Georgia. So, <laughs> of course. One plus one. Yeah. Uh, she gets roasted online. A former bachelorette comes at her. And then Chris Harrison, the host of the show, he actually defends the racist. Yeah, so wow. he got canceled. Wow. And he is no longer hosting the very final episode known as After the Final Rose. It's being hosted by your boy, Emmanuel Acho. Emmanuel Acho. Man, that's a dude whose star has risen for absolutely no reason at all. Absolutely Yo, no reason. He has some good takes on life. Oh, okay. No, he does have that one show where he's like, he he tackles a lot of very difficult issues um, yes, very well. Uncomfortable Conversations yeah. with the Black Man. Yeah. Very good book. Very, very. I haven't read it. Yeah. So, <laughs> how, okay. Why, why do people do that? Why do people who have never read the book be like, oh, this is a very good book? How do you know? You don't know shit. You haven't read the book. I don't read Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I know his books are good. You just heard. You just heard it was good. But anyway, hey. but he's, he's, he's a pretty good, he's a pretty good, um, like Michael Strahan kind of, you know, like yeah, discount, like a discount Michael Strahan. Like Michael yeah, Strahan has personality. He's the mix of Strahan and Kaepernick. If that makes sense. So he has kind of that, that star appeal of yeah. Strahan. Yeah. But he's got the political rightness of Kaepernick. Okay. Put it together and you can host The Bachelor. <laughs> that well, the bachelor or the recap, the the end, the finale, just, just the end, end finale show. recap, right? Okay, yeah. which is always fun because if you've watched any of the uh, um, the the drama filled Real Housewives, uh, yeah, love and hip hop, love and hip hop shows, the recap shows are the best because that's all yes. you need to watch because you, you you'll still see all the fights. And you'll just see recaps of why people are having fights. The, that's the one episode you've got to see. If you want to see America at its best, watch a recap of a reality show. That's it. That it it truly is. Speaking of reality shows, did you see that they're getting the first cast of Real World back together? Holy shit! Where did they go? What city was it? They're Boston? going New York. It was New York City. Oh. Real oh. World, and they're doing it in the original loft house. And they're getting the the cast back together, so, I mean, you know they have those people must be dirt, they're like broken shit. Listen, why would you do this? Time times are rough, but it's like for two or three days or something like that. They're just staying for a weekend. They should bring their wives and their kids. But it's in the middle of a pandemic, right? So it's like, where where are they going? They just have to stay in there, and they're probably probably quarantine for two weeks beforehand. Yeah. So do the whole rigmarole. Yeah, all in all. <sighs> On that note, let's get our shout outs going. Who you got a shout out? I'm gonna shout out the most popular member of the Wu Tang Clan, Mister Capadonna. Oh, man. Method Man, right? Not Capadonna. Yes, okay, yeah. It was his fiftieth <laughs> birthday. Wow, and the, the man looks good for fifty. Put that into perspective, bro. Yeah. He's 50. 50 years old, I know. And we rocked to his music in the 90s. Listen, 
his to music Cal. is the best. To Cal. To Calian Stallion. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, also, shout out to Julius Randle. Mm. NBA All-Star for the first time in his career. Wow. Really good. Tape. Really good stuff. He's doing it for us. I love it. Who do you have? Um, I have a negative shout out to the NBA committee who decided to not have Emmanuel quickly on your Rising Stars game. Like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Emmanuel quickly, uh, late first round pick, is in the running. LaMelo Ball right now is balling out. So he's going to win. He's going to win the rookie of the year unless something, something goes wrong. Um, I think James Wiseman is going to be really good in the NBA um, as long as he stays with the Golden State Warriors because I think he he fits that team. But quickly at number 25 looks like highway robbery. And I love it. I love it. So shout out shout out to the NBA for getting it wrong again because R.J. Barrett wasn't, a, wasn't an all-rookie team at all, which was a snub. Your boy's looking at most improved player now. But um, so shout out to them. Shout out to all our um, first responders, all the people who are still doing the jobs that are trying to keep everybody out of the hospital. Shout out to Johnson & Johnson with the one-shot vaccine. It's coming, baby. I just need one shot. Just need one shot this time. Um, we got shout out to – shout out to um, – Yankee Stadium and City Field for being mass vaccination centers. They're open. And shout out really to Yankee Stadium because they're going to be a 24-hour vaccination center. So that's huge. That's huge if you're a resident of the Bronx, uh, Manhattan, Uptown, you know. So uh, people in Yonkers, people in, you know, you rich you rich Malayalis in, in White Plains and uh and and whatnot y'all can go there too i think but shout out to them that's a lot of aunties coming up there night duty a lot, shit. Of, lot of lot of aunties but you going but to all those, all those all those aunties got their shots in there they had to get the shots anyway so uh, if they work in a hospital and we all know all malayalis and all filipino moms got their shots okay they're, they're all nurses um and, and and all the african moms because you know all the african moms also are nurses too but um, shout out to um, shout out to shout out to baseball. We're we're getting close, man. We're getting close. I I'm I'm looking forward to this year. They're already talking about the Texas Rangers having a full opening day. Can you can you imagine? You you having like forty fifty thousand? I get that they have a new stadium, but why? Why do you want to do that? I'm having a heartburn <laughs> just thinking about this. Let's let's just run right back into a super spreader event. Let's just do that. But anyway, um, and that's the show. Thanks for joining us. Like we said, hit the subscribe button. Drop us a five star review. And tell a friend to tell a friend, let's go!